1: of the Wide Receiver Props Series today on the podcast. Welcome back. Chris Schuber, Jamie Eisner here with you again on another edition of the Prospects and Props Podcast. No Mike Sims-Walker talk for you here today on the show, but we do have a bunch of wide receivers to discuss as we continue our prop series. And Jamie, we, we, we the way we've broken this up, we've got a big name to kick off every single episode. It was Justin Jefferson on the first part of this. It was Jamar Chase for our second group yesterday. And for today, it is Los Angeles Rams Wide Receiver 1 Cooper
0: J Cup Why do you give everybody it's just the a J It's just a bit middle name like why is it's that not everybody I, that
1: I give do. J P Q
0: awesome Those
1: those are those are the, the middle name initials that I use. Uh Cooper Cup 1250 and a half on the yards, 10 and a half on the touchdowns. <laughs> is well, he healthy or not? Well he's only done this once. So does it matter if he's healthy or not?
0: Because he's only done uh, it I, once. I think, well, it doesn't matter if. Uh, do you? Th- I should rephrase my my statement here. Do you think he and Matthew Stafford are healthy or not? Because if they are, he's going to go over these numbers. Is he though? I think he's, so. He's only done it once. Yeah, but did it with Stafford.
1: And he did and it in a historical season in which he had 191 targets and 1947
0: receiving yards. Well, I don't have him doing quite that much. I have him down. Mr. For Hope 100. not. <laughs> Yeah, clearly. 163 targets, 121 catches, 1461 and 8.3 touchdowns. So I'm not going to bet on the touchdowns here. I'm quite frankly, I'm not going to bet on any of this here because there are too many questions about Stafford's health, where it's going to be long-term, this team in general. But they're going to be bad. They're going to throw it a lot. Cooper Cup gets 18 gajillion targets a game from Matthew Stafford. So I can absolutely see a path here where Cup gets over this yardage total. But – it's probably a stay away from me. Like I don't feel great about betting on a lot of RAM stuff right now. Call me on a per game basis. Like Stafford's not on the injury report. Cuff's not on the injury report. We're going into a game. Player props, let's baby. Call, let's talk about those props. But season tying up a season long prop in any of the Rams right now feels like a nightmare.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great point. We, we've depending on the player, we've brought this up quite a bit. But just because we don't like a player's season long props doesn't mean that on a given week we're not going to take them for our player props show in which we discuss this stuff it is yeah. vastly different when on a week-to-week basis you know the exact context of the situation of health of availability of matchup of weather of all of that stuff to be able to make a decision on whether or not you want to take a, a person's individual player prop for a given week then tying up your money long term for the entirety of the season and when you are doing that which is what we're doing here on this show for the next couple of weeks when we go through these props You are tying up your money long-term, which means you have to be one close to 100% sure in all of the variables. And the more variables that come up that you're not sure of, in this case, it being Cooper Cup's health, in this case, it being Matthew Stafford's health, in this case, it's being the Rams not being very good, the more variables you start to add into the equation that you're not so sure about, the less and less that you should probably be interested in these from a season-long perspective. But, Jamie, I have a pretty good idea that there are going to be weeks in which Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford are both healthy. On those weeks, I will be looking at Cooper Cup's numbers to see if I'm interested in making them as part of my my props list.
0: Yeah, and it just, again, the volume is going to be there. Their production should be there when both guys are healthy, but that's not, and by the way, maybe even more so, maybe not more so than the, the numbers you read, but more so than we would think because this is not a good team with bad defense and it's going to be throwing a lot. But if you told me Stafford plays six games this year, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I don't think he's healthy. I've said the hold on, I don't think he's healthy. And I think those reports that we talked about a while back about that came out, uh, I think he was while I was out of the country, that they vigorously tried to trade him multiple times this offseason, and they didn't. I think it tells you all you need to know about where they feel about his health and where he stands long-term with this team. Uh,
1: speaking of guys, Jamie, that we enjoyed betting on on a weekly basis for player props yeah. during the season, uh, that would be one Jalen Waddle for the Miami Dolphins. This was a guy... That if you were in the player props market and you did that on a weekly basis, Jalen Waddle sure was your early. best friend. He was your best friend because this guy was a big winner for us throughout the year last year. Uh, Jamie, 1,075 and a 1,075.5 on the yards, 7.5 on the touchdowns. He's hit the yardage number um, last year, and he hit the touchdown number last year. That's the only year of, a, of his career historically that he's hit these numbers. What I find fascinating about this, Jamie, and I don't know if you, did, if you knew this when you did your research. That's why I'm, I, I'm giving you this information. Okay, My guy in his rookie season had 1,015 yards and six touchdowns. He did so on 140 targets and 104 receptions. The following season, he had over 300 more receiving yards and only had 75 catches. He did it on like 29
0: less catches. Which was expected when you brought, A, brought in Tyreek Hill, and B, got that push forward production-wise from Tua Tugger. His yards so, per
1: reception went from 9.8 in his rookie season to
0: <clears throat> 18.1. Yes, which was more of the player we expected coming out, by the way. Uh, and I know he kind of was that. He was still a good player in his rookie season? Oh, no, he was. I mean, he set the rookie re- receptions record. Like, I mean, it's uh, but he was used in a very different capacity than he was when Tyreek Hill got there. And you're going to see more of the same from this, this last year. Now, again, he's another guy that, a lot like Tyreek Kill, we're talking about on another show, some of this is going to be he's got the skill to put up numbers regardless. But some of this is going to be how healthy do you feel Tua is going to be and how long do you think he's going to be healthy? Uh, I have Jalen Waddle down for 90 catches, uh, 1180 yards and seven touchdowns. So I, I think these lines are, are pretty solid. These are not ones that I'm going to bet on for a season long. Uh, I will definitely be intrigued again by his game by game prop options. And I think while Tua is healthy, while Tyreek is healthy, and I thought for a while there that Jalen Waddle was such a good value in a lot of these weekly plays because two uh Tyreek's numbers were always ridiculous. And I felt that they were the discount that they gave from Tyreek Hill to Jalen Waddle was always too great until later in the season when the books kind of caught up. And I think we can maybe see that again this year, but I expect another really strong season from Jalen Waddle, but these numbers are, I think, appropriate. I don't think there's going to be season-long value in either one of these.
1: T. Higgins, the next guy up for us here on the show. The wide receiver in the mix is the wide receiver, two there in Cincinnati. Jamie, a uh, thousand and a half on the yards, 7.5 on the touchdowns. He's never hit the touchdown number. Seven last year was his career high. Uh, the yes. yardage number he's hit each of the last two years, but barely. Uh, 1,029 yards last year, 1,091 yards in 2021 and then 908 yards as a rookie. Listen, I want to make one thing particularly clear before we get into this. T. Higgins, I think, is an underrated player in the National Football League when it comes yes. to being a wide receiver talent. Because he plays on a team with Jamar Chase, and because he plays on a team with Joe Burrow, I don't think T. Higgins gets talked about enough as one of the better young wide receivers in this game. That being said,
0: these numbers are too close for me. I agree. Uh, and I think to your point, Chris, there's, there's a reality of you can only be so productive when somebody else is soaking up all a, a huge volume of targets. And can I think I, you can argue that same thing with Jalen Waddell as well. Can
1: I share something real quick from the from a, yeah. a targets number? These are his targets over the first 3 years of his career. 108, 110, 109. Yeah. Now he missed two I games am. in 2021, but like yeah. he's been incredibly consistent is he's going to get a, a little north of 100 targets. That's it. Yeah. Uh, That's I, where he maxes I, out.
0: I have him at 113. career high Uh, in in 2023 for t higgins but 76 catches uh, 1093 yards 6.7 touchdowns so i mean these are pretty much right on the money and and i think he obviously would have the potential for more if chase missed time or if he was the wide receiver one on a different offense that had was as productive but he's gonna be a hell of a player and he's a better player than the stat line indicates which the stat line indicates a damn good player don't get me wrong but you know, if we think like I do that Jamar Chase is going to soak up 160, 170 targets, and the Bengals throw the ball a lot, but they don't throw the ball to the same level as the elite teams. Like right now, if I if I sort this here, Cincinnati Bengals come in at number 14, or excuse me, number 13, in terms of where I have them projected in the NFL and passing attempts this year. So I think that's that would surprise people given how efficient and how explosive this offense is. But again, it just means there's only so many targets to go around. And I agree with you, Chris. Like, you don't expect 130, 140 targets season for T. Higgins. It's It's not not who he is. It has historically been what's going to happen unless Chase misses a lot of time. Jamie, you want to help me with this next one? Sure.
1: Tyler Lockett, 875 and a half on the yards, six and a half on the touchdowns. My guy has hit this number, both numbers, for five straight seasons. Tyler Lockett, quietly, I would say, has had four straight 1,000-yard seasons in the national football league. What am I missing here? And I know we did this with DK Metcalf yesterday. I understand. But my guy had 1,033 yards in this offense that, according to you on yesterday's show, is not going to be vastly different than it was in 2022.
0: How does he not get there? I think he does. These numbers, are I'm not running to the window. It's a brisk these. jog. I think it's a brisk jog. But I, I do have him, I have him at 959 yards and seven and a half touchdowns. So I, I, I like him to go over here, but I think some of the same things apply here as we talked about with DK Metcalf. And one of that, I'm still not sure I buy in a Geno Smith. Uh, I think having a legit viable number three wide receiver option is going to take some targets away from both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, and I think you put both those things together, and I think it's it's going to be tough for him to hit another 1,000-yard season from him. But I do think this is a little low. 875 feels a little low. If this was 950, this was
1: 950? Yeah. Oof, I'm probably staying away
0: from this one. Close. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to stay away from it even here. But I agree with you. And again, as, as I pointed out, I have him at 959 and seven and a half. So I think this is perfectly fine. I just perfectly fine with this line. I have uh, no notes.
1: Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> the next guy up for us to discuss. We can go back to Tyler Lockett if you want, based on that reaction.
0: We can stay in that. We can stay I mean, over there. Ju- here's the thing. Before I even pull up my projections, just based on principle, I'm not going to bet on Mike Williams. I'll tell, you the, the hell
1: I'll tell you the numbers in the historical context, and you can do with it what you want. 800 and a half yards, five and a half on the touchdowns. The 800, Jamie, he's hit three of the last four years. Of his, uh, of his career, he's only done it three times. 2019, yeah. he was the 1,000-yard receiver. 2021, he was an 1,100-yard receiver. and 2022, he had 895 yards. The thing with Mike Williams' health is you're never going to get a full season Always. out of him. right? You never get a full season out of him. He only played 10 games in his rookie season. The touchdown number was what did I say it was five and a half.
0: Yeah, he's only done it twice: twenty twenty-one and twenty eighteen. Which is if that would probably shock people, because you would think this is the prototypical guy that's set up to be a double-digit touchdown. Here's his
1: touchdowns: zero, touchdown. ten, two, five, nine, and four last year. That's All over the
0: place. Just, it's just a roller coaster All ride. Over. I think this is another savvy line. I have now, an eight an eighty-five and five point seven.
1: Now, if you believe in, if you believe in like. These types of things. He had a 1,000-yard season in 2019.
0: Oh, the every-other-year thing? And then he dipped to 756
1: in 2020. And then he had 1,146 yards in 2021, and then he was down to 895 last year. So if you believe in the every-other-year thing, 2023 set up to be a 1,000-yard
0: year for Mike Williams. uh, If you believe in the every-other-year thing, there's a bridge in Brooklyn, I can tell you.
1: Um, Okay, Jamie, hold on. Let's let's get serious for just a second here. I know we're goofing around with this one. Kellen Moore calling this offense now. I think that's an upgrade mm-hmm. from what Joe Lombardi last year. I think that's an upgrade. Mm-hmm. It is. So that's a positive, right? That's oh, that's great for but Mike. That, Williams. Is a, that is a that's very a good. Day. Yes, they had a Quentin Johnston. Palmer's still there. Direction. Yes, Keenan Allen's still there. Austin Eckler didn't go anywhere. And again, yeah. Austin Eckler gets talking to yeah. like oh, these I'm are these Echler's are to get more
0: targets than Mike Williams. Well,
1: so all of the benefit that I think Kellen Moore running this offense could be for Mike Williams. I think it mitigated elsewhere with the
0: state of this entire offense. It, it does. And look, I have Williams projected for 15 games, 97 targets, 59 catches. And as I mentioned already, 885 yards and 5.7 touchdowns. That's pretty much right where they have him listed. I'm staying away. I'm staying away based on my projections. I'm staying away based on look at the wide swings that he's had throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Don't know how much he's going to stay healthy. It's a lot of competition in that room. Plus it running back. Because, not, okay. because you have a 100-target running back. I, I didn't even mention Gerald Everett in my conversation. Gerald okay. Everett exists. Like, Josh Palmer exists. Quentin Johnson exists. Keenan Allen. Like, too too many variables for me to tie my money up for a full season for this. We'll, we'll talk on a game-by-game game basis. Right. He's Mike Williams is the perfect player prop on a week-to-week basis. Perfect. Usually, although I think his numbers always are pretty sharp because people but, like to bet on him.
1: I just meant sharp, because of but, the health question, yeah. if you know he's healthy, he's somebody that you're going to look at his number. Correct. Chris Godwin, the next player up
0: for us to discuss.
1: One of my favorites. 775 and a half on the yards. Five and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie, my guy Chris Godwin has done this yards number for five straight seasons. Yeah. The only year he didn't do it was his rookie season in 2017. He's been a thousand yard receiver three of the last four years. Now the touchdown number, he's only done it three times. 2018, yeah. 2019, and 2020. So he's two years removed from hitting this touchdown number. We talked about this with Mike Evans. And my my thing with Mike Evans was I I know the quarterback situation is what it is. I'm not going to be the guy that bets against Mike Williams, not getting a thousand yard season. So I'm just going to stay away yeah. from it and not bet it. Chris Godwin's a little bit of a different player. Second year, uh, you know, second year removed from the the major injury to his knee. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this one, Jamie. I just have so many concerns about the quarterback, and I worry that Chris Godwin's the guy that suffers the
0: most. Now, maybe I'm wrong.
1: He's maybe. the guy that I'm
0: concerned. I'm actually on the opposite side of this. You think fence? Mike I think Evans is the I'm... guy
1: that hurt the concern. Cause
0: I think the type of targets that Mike Evans has become accustomed to in these last few years, are, are more difficult targets to come down with than the one that Chris Godwin gets fair enough. And I think Chris Godwin can be that true middle of the field slot safety blanket for Bayfield, Trask, et cetera. In that offense. Now, again, I I am not running, but I like the yards here. As you mentioned, he's gone over this pretty much every year since his rookie year. I'm at 952 yards this year. Uh, I do think there's the added benefit of being that second year removed from the ACL surgery. I think there's the benefit of that he can get open in easier ways. Even though Mike, when Mike uh, Mike Evans, excuse me, gets open, he is a more explosive player and is a more impactful player on a per target basis. I think Chris Godwin can get open easier for less talented quarterbacks. And so I'm really, I kind of like the yardage one staying away from the touchdowns. Um, You know, I'm at 952 yards, 5.75 touchdowns. I think the touchdowns are about fine. I don't know how many touchdowns that the bucks are going to throw this year, but this could be one of the benefits of you throwing the ball a lot and you're trying to get the ball down the field and they're going to opposing defenses in the second half might be trying to cap Mike, Mike Evans over the top and be like, fine, we'll give you the, Three catches for 40 yards that Chris Godwin gets in the fourth quarter as Tampa Bay's down 21 points.
1: Wide receiver one for the Arizona Cardinals, Marquise Brown, the next name up for us to discuss. 800 and a half yards, four and a half on the touchdowns. He has hit the touchdown number the first three years of his career. Didn't hit it last year with Arizona. With the yards, has only hit it once in 2021 with Baltimore when he was a thousand-yard receiver. Parlayed that into a trade to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, ahead of the 2022 season. Look, Jamie, we got a lot of question marks here. We've got a mm-hmm. defensive minded head coach with an offensive coordinator who is entering being a coordinator for the first time. calling plays. You've got who the heck knows at quarterback for the start of the year. I worry about the right side of this offensive line. There's mm-hmm. no DeAndre Hopkins. I got a lot of questions here. This is a, you can have it. Anybody else wants no. to bet on it. You go right ahead. This is all for you. I
0: want nothing to do with this one. Complete stay away from me. Uh, and by the way, you have his own injury history as well. as You, I, you know, it didn't even it mention that. didn't even checker. mention
1: the fact that the guy only played 12 games
0: last year. So I have met 925 yards and, and five touchdowns. So about pretty close to this. I'm not betting on this. I'm not betting on Cardinals receivers. Individual games, I'm going to find some value with whether it's Rondell Moore or Greg Dortch or Zach Pask. I'll find some individual game values in, in, in this Arizona passing offense. I'm not betting anybody season long. I don't know how many games Kyler Murray is going to play. I don't even know who's going to play week one. I don't even know if I care who plays week one because it's not going to be good whether it's Clayton Toon or or Colt McCoy. I don't know how many games Marquise Brown is going to play. I don't know if he's going to catch the ball when the ball's thrown to him. I don't know how he's going to necessarily be used because he was used a significantly different way last year at times with the Cardinals than he was during his time in Baltimore. I mean, night and day the way he was used. I don't know. Like you said, somebody else's problem. Not bad on this. I, you, you go to, you're a big rock music fan, so I
1: know you've been to yes. similar concerts to me. Sometimes you got to be prepared. If a mosh pit's going to form or there's going to be some bump, you got to be prepared. you got to get your elbows out in case something crazy happens around you. I've got my elbows out in case you and I have got to square off here on this one. Robert Woods is the okay. next player for us to
0: discuss. Tell me why, I'm not, why I shouldn't take the over, Chris.
1: Well, that's why I've got my elbows out, because I why. also think we should be Tell taking me, the over really? here. Oh, okay? okay good. 540 and a half on the yards. <coughs> Jamie? For Houston's wide receiver one. For Houston's wide receiver one. My guy last year proved he could be healthy. 17 games for the Tennessee Titans. Had 527 receiving yards. So he didn't hit this number last year, but only had 91 targets. I think that number is going to be vastly different in a Houston offense that's going to throw the ball quite a bit.
0: Yeah, and the quarterback play is going to be better. The quarterback play is going
1: to be better. We are a couple years removed from him doing this with the Rams and having a nice stretch of seasons in which he was a 1,200-yard receiver, an 1,100-yard receiver, 936 yards in 2020. So he has done this before. Yeah. 540 and a half yards for Robert Woods, the wide receiver one, on a team that's going to stink out loud and is going to throw the ball A bajillion times a
0: game. Disrespectful. Uh, I got my elbows out. My elbows are out. I'm ready to fight. I have Robert Woods at 104 targets, 67 catches, 768 yards, and four touchdowns. So uh, this is one of the ones that I like a lot. Uh, I think this is – I think people think Robert Woods is washed based off of last year. I don't think he was washed. I think he was in an offense that was terrible for him. And, again, I don't think he's the player he was in Los Angeles or he's going to pull up these crazy numbers again. But I think he's going to get plenty of volume, and I think he's going to have a nice, solid season for the Houston Texans. So I love the over here. I think he's definitely going to be within – even if he's relatively healthy, he should stay in the 700s in receiving yards.
1: Speaking of wide receiver ones for their respective teams.
0: Traylon Burks.
1: Of the Tennessee Titans. No touchdowns for him on this prop. 725 and a half on the yards. I this don't know, man. I know. I, I haven't projected 715. This quarterback play is going to be brutal. The quarterback play is bad. The offensive line is the worst offensive it's line terrible. in all of football. And it got worse. It, Jamie, it was the worst offensive line in football. And then Nicholas petit Frier got suspended for six games yeah. for gambling. It was already the worst offensive line in football. And it got worse.
0: I just I I like nothing. I, I like Derrick Henry still. That's great. We've talked. About That's it. I know fantastic. Derrick Henry's going to bust this year. I'm the only one that apparently you and I are the only ones that don't think he's going to bust this year. But I know there's nowhere else for the ball to go. I, I get that. But I don't know how often the ball is going to go. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, like
1: I, I'm not betting this. In the early part of the season, they're going to go for it. Tannehill is going to be the starter. They're going to try yep. to win games early. At some point, the wheels are going to fall off this cart, and they're, yes. they're going to be out of it, and they're going to turn it over to Will Levis. Good luck figuring out what it's going to look like at that point. No offense to Will, because I think Will can have a, a bright future in the National Football League. The team's not very good.
0: No, and, and I don't know how much success you're going to have behind that offensive line in a right. perspective anyway. I, I, I don't know. You're telling, me, you're telling me late in out. the season. You're telling me late in the season.
1: If Will Levis is the starting quarterback, teams aren't going to put every defender in the, literally, in the box. They're going to put every defender in the box and they're going to look at Will Levis and say, you beat us.
0: Yep. Engage eight.
1: Like legitimately, that's, <laughs> that's what they're going to do. Play. Engage eight. See what you, happens. You, you think I'm kidding. I, there's going to be a yep. team that's going to stack the box with 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 their defensive players and okay. say,
0: hey, Will, go ahead. Beat Nick us. break Akina. Right. Yeah, go ahead. That's the problem. That's the issue I yeah. have. Yeah, no, I, this is why it's a stay away from me. Love the talent. I just – situations not right. – Now, if they get Hopkins, the only thing that changes for me is I think that would actually benefit Burks because it gives some other option in this offense and somebody else to have to pay attention to. Fair because, enough. like, right now, there's Derrick Henry and nobody, but I'm staying away. I'm just, I'm just staying away completely.
1: That is a uh, group three in the books here on the show. And like we've promised, every single one of these groups has some big names at the top. So tomorrow on the show, I think it's tomorrow, right? Because Monday, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. So tomorrow on the show, how about Devontae Adams? How about CD Lamb? How about Calvin Ridley's numbers in his first year back in the National Football League? How about that? How about those just for a couple of different names that we're going to discuss here On the show, So you're going to want to come on back, see us again tomorrow. In the meantime, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, share the show. We greatly do appreciate it. You can catch the video version of the show over on our YouTube channel, the draft network on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button, leave a comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell. So you get notified when we go live or new videos drop. So you can stay up to date with all the content that we have ahead of the 2023 NFL season. That's going to do it for us here on this edition of the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Schubert underscore. You can follow Jamie on Twitter at Jamie Eisner. We appreciate you all making this show part of your day. We're back with group four of our wide receiver props tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.